Now that's what gets a pussy wet, David. Money! You couldn't even find my pussy with a GPS system. Do you want to see what a real cock looks like one more time? Before we bury you underground? You worthless limp dick. We all grieve in our own ways. Jerry! Seinfeld! I think I might have like a proclivity to be racist against people who like do improv. You know what I mean? So against white people? Yeah, you really hate white people. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, you hate white people. Yeah, upper middle class white people. <laughs> I just don't like that, you know? I don't like it when they go up on stage. You're just jealous. You want to do improv, but you're too scared. Don't you think that like most improv troops look like the bandmates of some 41, like there's four white people and then one person. No, just what are you like, talking no, about? I don't think that fucking at all. There is what, a very famous. What kind of, what, maybe that's just a San Diego thing. Frosted tips. That sounds like a San <laughs> Wait, wait, yeah. <laughs> fucking walking no, around. The only improv troops. Saying, saying some 41 is from San Diego? They're from fucking Ajax, Ontario. The pride of Ajax, Ontario. <laughs> Fuck. The only improv groups that I've seen here in San Diego, they're always like, four or five white people and then just one person of just like brown like you don't know what he actually is <laughs> but he's just not white have you seen the um the there's a, a very like in improv circles there's like a very famous vice article and what it is is it's basically i'll just link it so that you guys can see the article asks a very important question uh, are these ska bands or improv troops? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, that's, that's the true. sort that's of true. dynamic. I would say that Vancouver improv troops, and Malcolm, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but compared, it's very on brand for Vancouver's rep, rep as they are, they seem very inclusive. Like, oh. seem yeah. being the operative word there. But regardless, yeah, I get it, uh, Harper, that you just, you know, you're you're very conflicted because oh, it's clear it. that you're the kind of guy who would either love to be in a ska band or be in an improv group. But there's so much self-hatred, right? You have internalized improv phobia that uh, you, you can't like it, it's hard. You're trying. You've got a lot of mixed feelings. You've been raised. You know what, uh, Malcolm, I want you to picture me. I want you to picture me grabbing you by the shirt collar and bringing you in real close. OK, this is my podcast. What the mm. fuck do you think you're doing embarrassing me in front of all <laughs> these people? Look, oh, just you because you see something. No, that was an old bit. We're not rehashing old bits. I, I'm talking to Malcolm, Robert. Just because you see something. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We are very original that people. That is this podcast. The entirety of the podcast is just rehashing old bits. I'm trying to hold you guys to account. Okay, just because you see something, Malcolm, doesn't mean you get to tell everybody the truth, okay? Just because I bought a trombone and didn't learn how to play it. Just because I'm very fucking funny and I don't join an improv group where I go up on stage and say, okay, I need a place. I need a place real quick. Just because I have a checkerboard tie. Just because I own several pairs of khaki shorts doesn't mean I want to be in an Listen, improv troupe. How many plaid shirts do you own? How many plaid shirts do you own? How many plaid shirts do you own? Uh, none. I, got, I, gave, uh, I gave them up when I... Uh, quit improv? Uh, quit improv. <laughs> 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 no, I replaced my uh, plaid shirts with... Uh, Fun uh, pattern short sleeve button ups. <laughs> oh, well, that's the same oh, fucking thing, isn't it? That's much worse. It sounds like you just replaced it with a bunch of Hawaiian shirts. Sounds like you just replaced your personality. I, I wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts. My 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 uh, my personality is that I wish I was Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, my personality is being north of two fifty and wearing Hawaiian shirts. Everywhere. Yeah, my ex girlfriend was like, "You're very laid back." Like I was on a date recently. Oh and yeah, that's the trick. That's the trick. And, right the, and the girl just was like, "You're real chill." I was like. It's great. I'm, I'm really happy. Right. <laughs> he was like, oh, thanks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was your impression of you talking oh, to him? Thank you, baby. Oh, thank you, honey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's Malcolm in my head going forward. Malcolm and I have a mutual friend who's really into uh, Jimmy Buffett. And the way that he got into it is because he had a roommate. This roommate was on his couch listening to Jimmy Buffett on vinyl, wearing a Jimmy Buffett t-shirt, holding a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville branded margarita glass that had 
margarita in it made with a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville branded margarita maker. Oh my God. You can get this at Costco. And he was making out with his girlfriend and he was like, I want whatever this guy is having. Cheeseburger <laughs> in paradise. That's incredible. Cheeseburger in paradise. The fact that he was actually kissing a woman. <laughs> I was always more of a meatloaf man. Is the woman, was the woman a, a, like a uh, blow up doll? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> was the woman in her her early 40s and had dyed blonde hair. <laughs> that is incredible. Was she a fat broad? Uh, I can't attest to that. She was a bit on the hip to sad. Was it, that's right, a fat broad. The <laughs> same fat broads that the Seinfuckians have been chasing since day one. <laughs> <laughs> Harper, did you say you, you preferred meatloaf? Yeah. I liked meatloaf as a kid growing up, and I told my dad, and I was like, Dad, do you like meatloaf too? And he just very deadpan without a moment's hesitation went, I'm kind of over meatloaf at this point in my life. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I was like, fuck you, Roger. How old were you? I love that you you call your dad by the first name. You're like, fuck you, Roger. I hate you. I'm I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. You got to answer that question, Sasha. How old were you when he said this? I don't know, I was like 15. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Just because he's... Are you so- also have to imagine it in a British accent? Well, it's just because, like... Just just imagine this asshole is, like, talking to his son like he's a fucking 40-year-old sitting next to him just like, yeah, I'm kind of fucking over meatloaf right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's your annoying friend or something. <laughs> Your dad's my hero. Yeah, Roger, he's a good guy. What is how strong is your your dad's accent? I have to, is he, he said he was from England, but like is it actually it's, strong or is he just forgotten it? It's a weird one. Like he wouldn't have forgotten it. It's more like he is it like, does he slip into it when like he's around other like people from uh his part of Europe or oh, yeah. his part well he's not part of Europe um he's not anymore yeah not anymore. Uh, but whenever he's with his family yeah he it becomes stronger but he has like you know that he's English by the way he's talking but it doesn't sound like any English accent because there's so much like Canadian influence in it now because he's been in in uh Canada for how long? Like since 1970. Nice. So so he got there right when cocaine was huge. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah, that's why he came here. Yeah. It's very con- convenient. One time, my dad, uh, we he, we were drinking together. I don't remember how old I was, but we were drinking together, and uh, he's just like, "You want to see how fucking angry I can get?" Uh, just it, prompted by nothing, of course. Just out of the blue. Yeah, just out of the, he's just like. Because I used to really be able, when I was your age, Harper, I used to really fucking turn it up. I mean, I would fucking scare people. And I was just like, (laughs) of course. Yes, I want to see how angry you can get. (laughs) 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 He, he like, puts his fucking vodka on the rocks down and fucking starts doing some deep breathing. And then he looks at me and goes, (laughs) (laughs) I assume you were just like at a crowded bar when this happened as well. (laughs) People are looking, going like, what the fuck's happening? Then he sits back down and he's just like, (laughs) you know, I used to play football. God damn it. I guess I'll share my dad getting high or drunk stupid story. Like he used to, my dad used to brag to me. I don't, I was not old when he was talking to me about this. I think it was his kind of awkward interactions to try to sort of connect with me when I was going through some shit in like my early teens. And he told a story about how he'd go over to his friend's house and his friend's parents were drug dealers. And so they would always have just a giant marijuana plant in their in their basement. And so it's like, you know, they'd have a ping pong table and they had just a giant fucking marijuana plant and that he would just like talk about like stealing buds off the plant and smoking them with his friend. 
And I'm just like, and then immediately he segues, but don't ever smoke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very helpful stuff. He's like, I had, I had the best years of my life uh, with me and my buddies in that plant. Anyways, uh, Robert, <laughs> if you smoke marijuana, I'll fucking kill you. You'll be a loser. He's the, it's the same guy when I lit incense in the house one day because I got it for, uh, as a present from Harper. I think it was like 16. Uh, he got it for me because uh, just an uh, incense. Oh, you got you got uh, uh, Robert, uh, some incense. Oh, how cute! Uh, it, it was shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, first of all, Sasha and you gift each other butt plugs, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I lit the incense, and of course, it's like, oh yeah, this smells great. And then my dad just runs, runs around the corner <laughs> like a fucking <laughs> china shop, just a fucking rhino, just fucking nostrils flaring. My dad is really scary when he's mad, and I'm just like, what the. Fuck? What are you doing, Robert? What are you smoking? And I'm like, it's just incense. And he did not believe me until I literally <laughs> we went into another room. We went into the garage and I lit it for him. And it's so he, he could know knew that it smelled the same. I just love the image of you feebly holding up an incense stick, being like, it's this, Daddy. Please don't hit me again. And by the way, that story of him going to his friend's house, his friends are drug dealers, and they had just pot, he was terrible. Ah, what the he fuck? was 10 years old. Memories. That's good stuff. Californians be wildin'. It really was wildin'. Now to complete the circle, uh, Malcolm, was there a story about your dad getting his balls crushed on a... a, a <laughs> <laughs> there is. So, uh, there's I'm, glad you my, yeah, I'm glad you asked. So my, uh, <laughs> so my dad wasn't like a big drinker. So I, like growing up, so I don't like have like a ton of memories of him doing that kind of stuff. But my dad once we went to Disneyland like as a family and we all rode the um, Space Mountain ride and like you know like with Space Mountain like with the lines like at uh, at Disneyland like it can be long right like it can just be long until you're thirsty and stuff so he had a water bottle that a Dasani water bottle pretty full like he didn't drink a lot of it and I guess when he <laughs> When he was like on the ride, instead of like kind of just being like, I'll just toss this to the side, he put the bottle of water right by his groin and then the thing shut. The uh, like the ride because it's like one of those ones where it's like locks down from the top, and and so it crushes his balls. Then the roller coaster takes off, and then when we like we don't know what's happening because he's but he's screaming like he's screaming like early on we're, you know but everyone's screaming so it's like oh it must be he just like loves roller coasters. But the thing is, is like at Space Mountain, one of the things you get is you get a photo. Like you can get that photo of everyone riding the oh, um, no. the ride. And in the photo, everyone else is like got their hands up and they're all screaming. And like going like, yay! He's bent over forward. <laughs> His mouth is out. And you can just, you can see in the photo, like just the look of like him screaming, ah! <laughs> like just, because it's the water bottle. It turns out like not only did he like, put the water bottle down on his, his crotch, but he put like the small bit of the water bottle facing towards his dick. So it really crushed it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's oh. like him bent forward, just going, Oh Jesus Christ. Like, just like, <laughs> like that. Yeah. So he, and it was so funny because my dad, uh, he was in the casino industry for my in entire life uh, when he was alive, but he, worked at a there's a local amusement park in vancouver it's called uh pioneer playland depending on who you talk to it's actually called playland but there's this thing called the peony it's a whole thing but uh, uh -huh. he used to at some point before he was in the casino industry he actually ended up being the guy who ran this like you know regional theme park and he would tell me stories about like to test the rides, like he he brought in on that uh, in that particular theme park, he was known for bringing in uh, three rides. It was the log flume ride, which is like this one, like this log ride. It's like the water ride. Uh, he brought in uh, the magic carpet ride, which is like this one where it kind of just goes like in like a circle, like back and forth. Like kind of goes horizontally, and he brought in the um, the swinging pirate ship. But I guess one thing is is that at the time, because we're talking like seventies, eighties, they didn't like have the technology when they're bringing it in to just like have like the safety equipment all fully on board. So what they did instead, and he actually did this. There's like a photo of him doing it. He test had to test the ride out because no one else would. But the way to like keep them secure on like 
all these rides was that they put an excessive amount of sandbags on him and then <laughs> then did the ride full tilt. So imagine like these are rides that now, you know, again, you have the over the top, like locks you in. So like you're really secure. And instead of that, you're just sitting there kind of sprawled out. Like he's just kind of lying flat on his back, <laughs> seeing the test to make sure the mechanics work and just have a shit ton of sandbags on top of you. So I'm like that. So it turns out my dad, uh, when he rides rides, he usually ends up getting his balls crushed on some level. <laughs> <laughs> and I can attest that Playland's rides are notoriously like not safety forward. And they're, yeah, they're sketchy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure a lot of people get tetanus just from riding the uh, wooden roller coaster because there's so many jagged parts that jut into your legs. The wooden roller coaster was there before my dad was even exactly. Looking. Yeah. <laughs> My dad no. worked there in the 70s and, like, early 80s. Is your dad, perchance, the guy that Sasha Baron Cohen's Borat was based on? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, he's not from uh, um, Kazakhstan or Kazakhstan. I can't say Ka- the word. Right. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had, I, I, you made me talk about my dad's nuts getting You, We did not make you. <laughs> yeah, we really put the screws to you, held a gun to him. Cut it! Cut it! Uh, I had a really vivid dream last night talking more about Vancouver uh, specific content where, and this is going to sound weird, but it started with me going to the 9-11 memorial in New York. <laughs> Ground zero. I was like, wow, wow, the, it's so impactful. The, um, you know, the, the, the absence that they, they had left in the, in the ground. Oh, wow, this is so cool. And then there was like an underground portion and the underground portion was in uh, an establishment in Vancouver called Kingsgate Mall. And I just remember the feeling of just being unsettled because I'm like, this, these two places should not be connected. Um, like, I shouldn't be able to both mourn the deaths of 3,000 people and also get food poisoning from a lobster roll at a kiosk in Kingsgate Mall. <laughs> well, I'm, an, I'm a dream interpreter, Malcolm. So let me, let me break this down for you. Well, it was Sasha's dream. It was Sasha's dream. Malcolm, let me break this down for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Kingsgate Mall represents opulence. No, it does not. (laughs) (laughs) Former opulence. Degraded as it may be, the shopping mall is an opulent concept. Would you agree? In in principle, but this mall was never designed to be anything other than... Thank you for your input. Now, 9 <laughs> 9-11. 9-11 was, was a terrible human tragedy. A representation that's weighted through blood and bone. And, uh, <laughs> God damn it. The terrible tragedy represents the cost of that opulence. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yes. I suppose. We can extrapolate. Here, hold on. I have to shit myself. I'll be back. You have to shit. Yeah. He did warn what? us beforehand that he was going to do this. Yeah, before the recording started, Robert was like, listen, guys, I ate a lot of Chipotle last night, and I'm about to shit. I ate my- a lot of Chipotle, and I've only drank coffee today. <laughs> yeah, he's going to... Oh, and he also shotgunned six mini cupcakes, so... He also said something about being an anal acrobat on the side. That's true. You know how they, you know how they think there's, a, there's like, those... Um, in, like, third world countries, there's, a, there's those uh, strip shows... But it's like the ping pong show. Yeah, the ping pong show, of course. Yeah, Thailand. Yeah, he does that, but out of uh, his ass. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually a bit more impressive. And it's not a ping pong ball in his ass; it's a basketball, a spalding. It's actually harder to to hit the ping pong ball using your penis than it is with a paddle. So I respect the the trade, of course. I yeah, same here. He's a, a man of his. He's a man of his craft. <laughs> I've only ever seen it at the Vietnamese gambling tables. Have you? Do those exist in Phoenix? They exist everywhere. Everywhere there's Vietnamese people in a table. I suppose. Well, did you see any of those, Malcolm, <laughs> in the basement of, uh, was it um, Aberdeen? No, it wasn't Aberdeen. Um, I guess I, I can tell the story. Um, so I, I guess, speaking of uh, my dad, um, he uh, took me and my brother once to this. The best way to describe it is and in Richmond, which is... Um, like a very like Chinese heavy uh, town, which is like outside of Vancouver. He took my brother and I to this arcade. Uh, But when I say it's arcade, it's not like a traditional arcade. This is an arcade, first of all, where none of the games are in English. And then second of all, uh, there's some really shady stuff happening in a basement. And my dad goes, he brings us to this arcade. He like sets us up with this woman who like clearly is like, 
barely speak English, but also is like, uh, I guess. Like, it's kind of a front for something. And my dad then disappears for two hours. And I, I'm sta- like standing there. We're trying to play these games. A lot of these games have like overt sexual uh, imagery on them. Like we're talking like hentai levels of like <laughs> oh my. of stuff going on. And I want to put put it at this point. It's like my brother is six and I'm eight years old. <laughs> so it's like we're not at the period where like we should even be exposed to this, let alone like be left alone. And we're trying to like play these games and all that uh, because afterwards he was uh, he was done. It was one of those things. It's like. Uh, Malcolm, William, uh, we gotta go now. <laughs> like he would, like grabbed us from the game and just like walked away. The game, playing some hentai game. <laughs> yeah, we're playing some hentai shooter. Um, yeah, you can't romance this woman right now. We've got to go. Yeah, just a yeah, dating yeah. sim. You've already missed oh, the flags. Jesus. We have to leave. I'm back. <laughs> no, but Dad, I'm about to. Yeah, I'm about. I'm about to make her my waifu. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck did I miss? This is. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have taken a shit in the middle of an episode, Robert. <laughs> I, was gonna, was, I was either gonna take a shit or I was gonna shit myself. You should have shit yourself. It would have yeah. been great material for the podcast if you said yourself. You <laughs> you just hear like, ah! <laughs> well, that in, well, that would complete the Adam Friedland arc of Robert on this podcast. <laughs> I, just, I would love the idea that Discord is just like cutting out when you're just like screaming too much from shitting your pants. <laughs> so it's like, ah, 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 swell, ah, <laughs> But yeah. we're standing on the backs of the porn industry as we established in the last episode. No, I respect Stop um, referencing past episodes. <laughs> she keep dating it. Robert, say it. What? Say what? Say your catchphrase that you're known for saying oh, at 130. God damn it. There Yay. it is. Say the thing, Bart. You did it. Say the line, Bart. Let's all say one new word that will spur on the next bit. Okay. I'll, I'll go first. Humperdinkle. It's not a word. Meningitis. It's a proper noun. What are, what are you doing? Oh, you don't think proper nouns are words? <laughs> that guy's a wordist. <laughs> Fucking wordist. You are. You are. <laughs> I'm only gay for mole man. Who? Mole man. I'm gay for mole man. It's a Simpsons reference. It's a Simpsons reference. You uncultured swine. Uh, I cannot stress this enough. Fuck the Simpsons. Fuck Europe. Fuck what? soccer. <laughs> fuck everything about the Simpsons and the British people. Why who do you say it. fuck soccer? You've been bringing up the World Cup every chance you get. <laughs> At this point, the World Cup has been has been over for four weeks. No, it hasn't. Congratulations on the huge W, Argentina. The We're gonna date dub. it more. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about something very near and dear to our hearts: pornography. When I think of going to the catalogs list i know immediately in my mind which catalog i'm clicking first but i want to test you boys to see what caliber men you are so (laughs) okay starting with you robert what's your go-to category on what what do you mean on what on porn for porn it's pov that's my go-to that is interesting i would not have guessed pov really no no (laughs) do you you like the female (laughs) perspective i guess Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, we like to fool around here. I like to picture myself as a, Shut the fuck up. As a beautiful young woman getting her back blown out as well. Malcolm, what about you? What's your favorite category? Uh, I know the answer to this one. <laughs> what? What? What do you know? I Is like... No. Uh, is it Asian women? Is it Asian Malcolm, women? Malcolm, can I, can I share this 10-year-old quote from you? Or 11-year-old? Yeah, sure. Do it. I mean, Do it's it. a joke, but yeah, this is all jokes. Basically, the joke in our friend group is that, or I guess it was for a while, is that Malcolm was the whitest among us. And he sat there and took it for a while, and then he came back with, I may be the whitest among us, but I watched the blackest porn. <laughs> That's awesome. No. Malcolm, yeah. there's two categories that you could possibly fit the bill for with that sentence. And uh, I don't think it's Ebony. So what are you doing in the BBC category, big guy? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not a BBC guy. Yeah, that wasn't very fun. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, like British, I like British porn. <laughs> uh, get it? Comedy. Um, that's my right. Sasha, uh, reveal yourself. 
Uh, I just like to see whatever the trends are. I like to stay current. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he in his most recent marketing meetings. He's been they've been really talking about the trends that are 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 step porn. It's up. Stock porn is your number one right now. You're like you're always yeah. like, oh honey, you're just waiting for your girlfriend to be like, I'm stuck in the fuck in the washing machine. Oh no, you're gonna fuck me now. He just shoots up off of the couch. My time has come. Yes, uh, I actually happen to know Sasha that uh, you, you've been doing a. A role play, a sorted role play, with your significant other. Oh, where she portrays Malcolm McLeod's cum goblin in E minor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you're Fun like, yeah, it's our thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did she do the voice? Did she do the like the cum goblin voice? She's like, I'm the cum goblin. I'm gonna eat your cum. I'm here for your cum. I'm here for your cum. The one thing I wish she would stop saying is she always she always starts her anecdotes with "Come here, little boy. I need your cum." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let me tell you a tale of the cum goblin. <laughs> it's a story like you're just like your boner just is slowly going down because the story is like so long and just like yeah. convoluted. In the age past when the gods gave up on humanity, the cunning goblin rose from the ether of the, the base of the world. I crawled out of the primordial ooze. <laughs> and I knew that ooze was my calling from then on. Yeah, it was really uncomfortable hopping in and, and hearing that. Especially because yeah. you acted so scared the whole time. <laughs> like, like, really scared. It was honestly, it was interesting. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh. I've got a, I've got a scare kink. What can I say? A scare kink. Apparently so. I've yeah. never heard a grown man wail. I can't get off unless I've had a good fright. <laughs> <laughs> unless I've had a good scare. <laughs> yeah, you're like you. Yeah, you go to like the like the Playland Fright Nights or something, and then just like they're like, "Not you again! You're gonna come on us again!" Please. <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm not! I swear! I swear! I'm flaccid! I'm flaccid!" And I'm just like, "Are you sure?" And he looked down. Let's just, just say the sex hotlines I call. I always start with. Uh, uh, are you looking spooky tonight? And they always go, <laughs> no, what? no, no. It's like the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where Sasha's like, going around the hat, the, uh, the haunted houses around Halloween time. He starts mm -hmm. getting chased by the, by the ring girl, you know, that they have at every haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. And he's running very weak need and strangely and leaving a trail behind. <laughs> and uh, then she slips, you know, she slips and falls on, uh, on his cum trail. Well, I'm not invited back to Playland. Oh, no. Yeah, he puts the play in Playland, if you know what I mean. I put the land in Playland because I land on my face. Because you slip on your own pre cum. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> my favorite category. Yes. What, what, I mean, you put this on us. What is my favorite category? Yeah, what's your favorite category? Give us a hint. Uh, why don't you boys lean in? Okay, we'll blow your mind with this one. I'm excited. Non-Euclidean. What? Non-Euclidean porn. Non-Euclidean pornography. How do you spell? How do you spell that? You spell so that that means something that doesn't adhere to the laws of Newton, right? Not the rigid structure that you're used to. It's any geometry that's not the same as Euclidean geometry. So there's just uh, what does that mean? It means what it sounds like. Oh, God, it's gay can... porn because it's non-Clidian. It has no clits oh, in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no clits allowed. It's actually macromastia. What? BDSM? Okay. What is macromastia? You keep saying words I don't know the meaning of. <laughs> what, what do you mean? It's, it's literally just like overgrown tits. Oh. I don't like that. He wants, yeah, yeah. He wants to be crushed by a pair of said-sized uh, tits. If if I legit got crushed by, uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. He died in a in a horrible mommy milker accident. <laughs> I was watching an old uh, Norm Macdonald clip yesterday, and he's like, "So uh, there's this, this this kid who just uh, crushed 127 eggs with his head." And he's just been inducted into the Guinness Book of <laughs> I love Norm so much, dude. Oh, <laughs> Who writes these jokes? Oh, I can't believe you'd, you'd say that. I don't know, Rice. 
I think that's my favorite thing that he does is he would just shit on someone for like two minutes straight and then end it with, but he's a good man. Yeah, man. he did used to do that, didn't he? Uh, my, my favorite joke he ever did was just like, he, he's pretending he just found out Hitler was dead. He's just like, yeah, he died in 1952. And he's like, oh my God, I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, no, that's a Jesus because that's what everyone said about him. So fucking great. Rip, rip Norm McDonald. Waded through blood and bone. Yeah, he when, yeah, when 9 11 happened, yeah, moved through blood and bone to find his brother. Turns out he was in Northern Canada. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Norm bits. Him and Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, I miss those two. Miss Gilbert Godfrey, especially. Oh my God, that's right. He, Gilbert Godfrey's dead. He's I fucking forgot dead. that. He's dead, and Andrew Dice Clay still is alive. It's not fair. It's not fucking fair. It's not fair. Why is Jeff Dunham still doing comedy? <laughs> that's a great point, Malcolm. Did you see how awful his act is? Oh my God, it's so bad. He's using the same puppets, isn't he? He's got maybe like one or two more. He's using the same puppets, but then now he has a new one that's like a millennial one, and he did it the the fucking part participation trophy bit oh, oh great God. he's a republican if there ever was well one. at least he knows his audience i guess yeah <laughs> and they say republicans aren't funny <laughs> have you seen the, <laughs> the comedy works of uh oh, jeff well. dunham and you know and ahmed the dead terrorist and jeff foxworthy no, and you're uh, right republicans aren't funny right-wing extremists are <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, there is, yeah that, yeah there's like a uh but they can't know that they're funny. They have to. Yeah, they have to be. You can't tell them. There's no irony. <laughs> Don't let them get a big head about it. The the only person on the blue collar comedy tour that was actually really good, and I do recommend watching his uh, his stuff, is uh, Ron White. Bernie Ron Mac. White's very yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah they Bernie. call me Tater Salad. Ron White. They call me Tater Salad. They call me Tater Salad. <laughs> <laughs> that gets a big laugh. Yeah, do you remember that SNL sketch uh, where it's like the kings of catchphrase comedy? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. And of course, Joe Mulaney was like the main writer on that. Yeah, there. One of them was uh, Jason Sudeikis as uh, White Bernie Mac. <laughs> God damn it, dude! What a desolate era of comedy. Looking back, actually, <laughs> not funny at all. Yeah, White Bernie. He was White Bernie Mac, and then Seth Meyers was. Boston Powers, uh, the Boston themed <laughs> Austin Powers. Good. Wait, what was the one that Bill Hader was? He was he was just like, oh, it was the watch it, I'll suck your cock guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, hey, I'm, I'm from 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 Chicago, Illinois, and it's my time. <laughs> it's like all he says. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But yeah, Jeff Foxworthy did the "You Might Be a Redneck" stuff. Bill Engvall did the "Here's Your Sign" bit. Uh, the only Bill Ingvall bit I can actually remember is he says he was shopping in Sky Mall and he said that he thought all the shit in Sky Mall looked fucking stupid and then he stubbed his toe when he was taking a piss one night and now he's got Sky Mall merch where it's slippers where he has headlights on them and then he says here's your sign apropos of nothing from the story. I think that adequately sums up why I prey on his downfall and Larry the Cable Guy said get her done also apropos of nothing. So what's the takeaway from this story? This is how I learned that there aren't too many differences between them and us. And that's when I met my spiritual <laughs> so abuela. What, so what that their food is a little bit spicier? I'm <laughs> spicy. We're going to actually have to cut this out because I am going to get fucking so much crap. You'll get grilled. Yeah, that's true. No, we know you eat spicy food. You have to have diarrhea in the middle of this episode to go yeah, evacuate true. your balls. Yeah. Your Robert. balls. <laughs> I meant to say bowels. I can't bowels. Balls. Robert's especially sensitive towards these topics because he, he does take many pains to ensure sure that he is uh, culturally in tune with those around him. He's in a very multicultural place of the world. So, you know, if he sees someone eating a, a large quantity of Mexican food, he feels compelled to do the same thing out of respect for their culture as mid-20s white people. Mm. What, what in the goddamn world are you going with this? I was going to say something a little bit less uh, endearing, but I decided to pivot very hard halfway through the sentence. Well, I appreciate that immensely. Okay, let's uh, let's pivot. Um, let's say let's all say something we don't like about English people. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm, you start. Um, I don't like I don't like their uh, food. I think they have bland, boring food. 
the English breakfast is fucking overrated as shit. And, you know, listen, there's better ways to eat beans than to eat it on fucking toast with a little bit of salt. I really like English breakfast. It's not just on toast that they eat. The full English breakfast is a myth. I don't believe it exists. I like black and white pudding. I like uh, I like good English style sausages. But you won't and, eat brown and... pudding. Classic. <laughs> I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> you are home. You're bitch. already home. <laughs> no, if you if you log, what do you log off? You just have to go back to staring at the wall. All right, Robert, you go next. Okay, what I really dislike about the <laughs> <Whoa>. English. <laughs> I actually don't really hate that much about the English. No, oh, come honestly. on. There's got to be something. No, we hate I, you. I feel Be like... fucking minging. Yeah. <laughs> fucking I don't like the Welsh. I don't like the Welsh. Uh, Ted Lasso is a, a good representation of my people. Okay, I will, I will agree <laughs> with that because Ted Lasso, it's an American show that's set in England by the creators of Scrubs. And my suspension of disbelief never, I never achieved it because in two seasons of that show, not one person said the word cunt. And it's like, you're focusing on soccer fans in England. Yeah. Roy Kent should be saying uh, cunt all the time, which by the way, I love that word. I think the word cunt is the, is so funny and it's, uh, and we should be using it more in North America. It's very cathartic. Instead of calling each other R words, we should just be like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I think it was that. And also there was a scene in the first season of Ted Lasso. Uh, skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want this season of television spoiled Ooh, for you. Spoilers. Ted Lasso has a, a panic attack and an English woman talks him through it. And I'm like, no, no, English people don't have the emotional vocabulary to deal with such crises. <laughs> she would have walked, if it was real life, she would have walked past and been like, chin up, pip, pip. And then he would have just continued like rocking back and forth on Quit the sidewalk. Get your fucking minging on the floor, man. Get yourself up. Stiff up a lip. Come on. Come on. Let's go back to watching the football. Go on. Show us your knob. <laughs> show, us knob. <laughs> show us your knob. Yeah. Show us your bloody knob. Show us your bloody knob. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a chip, uh, chip toad uh, cheerio. God yeah. damn it. I, I'm going to change my answer. I don't like, uh, yeah, you can edit that entire answer I gave previously out because it's relevant. <laughs> I don't like drill. UK drill is not music. Drill? Drill. It's, a, it's think of house. It is, no, it's, it's, a, it's a brand of hip hop that originates from England. Too deep to the witty. Brixton bully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it in any way related to grime? Uh, no, it's, you know, Chicago drill music, Do you know, Chicago, like, uh, no. it's Chicago drill. It's, um, it's a, it's the UK offshoot of that. <laughs> well, I don't know what that is. So that let doesn't me, help let me, me at you all. Some, hold on. Let me, let's, 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 Sasha, listen, listen, yes, yes, I'll, yes, yes, I'll yes. read you some lyrics. Okay. And you tell me if you think this is, uh, lyrical or witty. The, the, according to Wikipedia, drill music is, uh, sonically similar to trap music. And lyrically similar to gangster rap. So you, Harper, take it away with the lyrics. <clears throat> Brixton bully, side with the booty, manhole two from the woody. Shy rude gangster, N-words know me, man leave two in your hoodie. Yeah, fuck the British. I'll say it, the French are a disgusting race. <laughs> you said it, not me. God damn it. They smell like shit. They have really good food. The French food, like, I, I gotta be honest. It's not good was, food. It's, it's not great. good food. No, it's great food. About? It's amazing food. All it's the, not. like it's the best food uh, in that region. It's a lot of soups. A lot of soups. <laughs> a lot of soups. soups and things that most people wouldn't touch with an eight foot pole. I mean, isn't that kind of good that they can make food taste good? Yeah, because I touch it with this, uh, uh, you know, a six inch fork. Yeah, don't call your dick that, please don't. <laughs> wow. What's the best American <laughs> cuisine? Mm. Let's start with that. In and out. <laughs> it's just in and out. <laughs> it's easy. No, uh, what is the like? Probably like Louisiana barbecue or Cajun cuisine, which is I, I, I guess is say like Cajun is French. fucking unreal. Yeah, Cajun, I love Cajun yeah, food. Cajun's great. I think the other one would be Robert. 
Uh, can I just acknowledge for a moment that you appealed to these fucking morons prejudice by giving them the closest facsimile to French food America can offer? <laughs> damn it. Yes! You ever had pork real? It's unreal. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, my God. It's pork belly cooked in sugar and wine. I know what pork real is, man. All right. I have Cajun family. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You ever an alligator before? I I have. Yes, I have. I think it's actually pretty good. It's it's kind of tough. Like, yeah, like listen, I've I've eaten a lot of animals. I've eaten a lot of different animals. <laughs> I've eaten a lot uh, of animals' dicks. <laughs> no dicks. Malcolm's just got a list on his wall that he just checks off every single time he eats a new animal. <laughs> Pit viper. There's yeah. just like the the what it, what what is the uh, Tasmanian tiger? What's that actual like their actual name called? But he's just got like a a I've fucking heard- like. I was recently, uh, I was listening to a podcast and someone was saying that uh, mountain lion's really good and now it's on my list. What? What do you want to hug the poor mountain lion? Oh, a thalassine. Yeah, who is eating cougar? Um... Uh, well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, I guess it was was like a hunter. Like, I guess hunter, like they were, uh, there was, I guess they had to shoot a a mountain lion uh, because that was getting too close to them. It was getting aggressive and then they eat it. Because they don't want to waste, which I think is fair. There's a show on Netflix, which is all just like this American guy going to parts of the world, hunting exotic animals and eating them <laughs> on a barbecue. Like, yes, I, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. It might be. It might be. It could have been that guy. I don't remember his name. I just remember seeing it, it was like a, a one of those like uh, like TikTok shorts. So it was just like this little clip. You know, the just- last time I watched that show, I was in Phoenix with our mutual friend. And he just, he was so content to watch that show for like, we watched like six episodes, like when, like before we were having plans and it was so funny. There's definitely something to be said about like ethical hunting. It's just like when it's an American going and being like, today we're eating rhino. It's like, why are we <laughs> celebrating this? It's delicious. None of you will ever know how delicious it is. It's the it's worst the part. It's also, so I'm going to date this podcast again because we are oh, talking yeah. about Fuck you. We're talking about eating mountain lions when the most famous Los Angeles mountain lion just got euthanized after getting hit by a car. And I wish I could eat him. <laughs> P22. What what made this mountain lion so famous? Well, she because she actually I'm trying to remember exactly what she was, but I remember she hunted and killed pedophiles. <laughs> no, because she yes. was just like uh a... Yeah, she was Chris Hansen's mountain lion. <laughs> Get him, Sheba. <laughs> I'd love that if that was the end. It's like Sheba, go get him. <laughs> as he's trying, as the pedophile is trying to like climb out the back of like oh, like a. Then fan. it's just ten minutes of pedophiles being like mauled. <laughs> no, this was just a, a mountain lion that lived in Griffith Park in L.A. and was very uh, like unafraid of people, but not aggressive at all. People. Who could just like it would just walk past people and everything as long as the people didn't fuck with it and they were sure. really sad end of the story that she's hit by a car and had no. to be euthanized well that's a bummer right yeah. i think the closest that we had in vancouver i mean we had canuck the crow um that disappeared but we had a notorious otter that would sneak into the chinese gardens and eat all the koi fish Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Some of which were like a hundred years old because they lived to be forever. Mm-hmm. So when I think about it, like I don't know how uh, an otter was somehow able to get from, like, the, from the, where the water is to where the, uh, this garden is. It's not, it's a very long way and you have to cross several major roads. Yeah, you have to cross a bridge to get to this koi pond. It didn't like go up like a storm drain or something, maybe? No, it like, no. so like there is like a waterway where there's a lot of like sea, sea lions and otters that kind of hang out, but it's like far from the Chinese gardens and it would like somehow maneuver downtown and it was always the people who were working there were always on guard and it would come in and it would just like kill a massive koi fish and then like bring it back. And a lot of activists were saying, well, it's the indigenous species here and it's killing the um the non-indigenous species the yeah, potentially so, uh what what you call invasive species if it was outside the pond so i mean it's just doing its due diligence to you know keep us uh keep us pure eat yeah pure oh, <laughs> i was like yeah that's not the right word god <laughs> i don't know are there any other famous animals 
Well, there, in Vancouver, there was also the Crow. I wasn't uh, Canuck the Crow who uh, famously – there was a crime scene. Someone had been stabbed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a knife on the ground, and the Crow flew in, grabbed the knife, and then flew away. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, <laughs> the Crow just, like, covered from someone's murder charge. <laughs> Basically. They didn't have the knife anymore. There's this beloved Crow that was, like, super friendly and would, like – you know, it would ride the Sky Train to different stops and would like perch itself on people's backs and just kind of hang out. And they suspect that someone murdered it. So, huh. yeah, uh, that's why we can't have nice things. I don't know. I also don't know how long crows live for. So I don't know if it was like they live a long time. Crow corvids, uh, I think, are a very long lived species. Because I know that crows remember. They they're very much they remember. Like if you wrong a crow. That crow will remember you, like that crow. That's why I feed the crows in my neighborhood, because they'll recognize my face. Yeah, that's why they. That's why they're called a murder, because they will fucking murder if you if you wrong them. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the first time I was up there with Sasha in Vancouver, that's the first thing we did. We ended up trying to feed the crows, and they were all just confused because they didn't trust me yet. But uh, they're getting a little friendlier. So here's the most frustrating thing related to a crow that's ever happened in my life is that when I was working at my first uh, brewery, it was in the middle of COVID. It was like late 2020 and uh, it was in an area of around Vancouver called Burnaby where there is a mass migration every day of crows to this one lake. And so because of that, Burnaby is usually inundated with crows. And I once saw a man get attacked by like a f so many, like thousands because he was holding a sandwich. And I was telling my coworkers about this. Someone was like, hey, do you know if you can get COVID from birds? And I was like, oh, no, you can't get COVID, but you can get crowvid. And no one laughed. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was so frustrated. And I was like, oh, am I, did I just like come up with a bad joke? And then this other guy who I worked with took a second and he was like, more like coronavirus. And everyone <laughs> shit their pants laughing. And I was like, fuck you all. Oh That's the worst God. joke. I hate it when that happens. That's so bad. That one is such a reach. It's almost as bad as someone repeating the joke that you said that no one heard and getting the pop for it. That, no, that's arguably worse because he said a worse joke and got yeah. laughed for he, it. He got all the, yeah. He didn't just repeat it. He just said a worse version of it. And then he got rewarded for it. That's why internet culture fucking sucks. Apparently American crows in uh in the wild live up to like <laughs> nine years or eight years. And but if they live in captivity, they can live up to thirty. Oh. Who keeps crows in captivity? People who want to keep crows. People, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Well, here's another fact for you, Robert. Rats' teeth never stop growing. Uh their front teeth grow four point five to five point five inches every year, rats do. That's disgusting. Well, that's rats, and you need to get that. Did you apply to the rat killer job? It's not the rat killer. Okay, okay the rats the name are. The, the rats so, don't run this city. Yeah, the this, rat. Yeah, the rat basher. The rat czar job. Uh, Robert wants me to apply for the job of of rat overlord. Yeah, so, it's okay. the rat overlord, Buck Harper. The Canadian province of Alberta, population four point two five million, has no rats. Apparently, is the largest inhabited area known to be completely free of rats. That is such bullshit. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> rats are colorblind. I mean, there's literally a thing called the Alberta Rat War. Yeah, there's a lot of rats there. There's, you know, there's. Have you met Jason Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. got him. Got him. Got yeah, him good. Uh, have you met Stephen Harper? Oh. Uh, have you met uh, Andrew Shearer? Um, have you met, uh, uh, I can't remember any other. Would you fuck Ed Sheeran in the ass if you could? Yes. No. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. You answered that way too quickly, Sasha. <laughs> that guy has a lot of money. I want to, I want to, I want to cozy up to him. Yeah, but you're, it's not like you're going to get knocked up and get like child support. You're just going to be a guy who fucked Ed Sheeran in the ass. Being able to say I nutted in Ed Sheeran's ass. Okay, with that shirt, I feel like one tender butt fucking would get an emotional connection going, and he would actually, you know, feel attached. Maybe if your like, dick just... don't work like it used to before, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't fuck me off of my feet. Plus, I feel like he knows a lot of cool people. <laughs> and he can introduce you to them so you can fuck them in the ass. He's apparently friends with Jamie Foxx, and that's a cool cat if there isn't. 
one. <laughs> That's such a strange friendship. <laughs> what the fuck does Jamie Foxx have to say to Ed Sheeran? Well, apparently Jamie Foxx, here's the story about uh, Jamie Foxx and Ed Sheeran's uh, friendship. Jamie Foxx is apparently the guy who discovered Ed Sheeran. Was he really? Yeah, really? so apparently Ed Sheeran, like, he was he was known in uh, England, but he hadn't, like, gone, you know, past that. And then I guess he came to L.A., and he was just, like, at doing random shows. And I guess uh, Ed Sheeran did this, like, all-black, uh, like, music show. And, like, they were all like, oh, this guy's going to get wrecked. And, like, and Jamie Foxx is in the back because, you know, Jamie Foxx dabbles in music. And he was in the back. He was like, all right, this kid's going to like just get destroyed. And I guess that by the end of the set, Ed Sheeran had got a standing ovation. And then he, uh, Jamie Foxx went up to him and he's like, holy shit, you're like amazing. And then let him crash on his couch for like a month and then got him the record deal that made him like a big star. So Man. that's the craziest <laughs> celebrity like connection. You're like, what the fuck? Because, yeah, it's right. Like, if you don't know that story, you're like. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, why are they friends? That's fair. So, Man. so Malcolm, why didn't you hook a brother up? You should have used your minor local celebrity status to, to elevate at least Sasha. Yeah, he's the homie. I'm trying. I'll do the love connection. It's fine. It's uh... if just just on the off chance, just on the off chance that you're listening, Ed Sheeran, please hit us up. I will fuck your ass. Please <laughs> don't hit him up. Hit me up. I will not fuck your ass. He will not satisfy you like I could. I literally won't. I, but I will be a good friend if you need one. I think I'd I start will... with... <laughs> sorry, go on. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to detail how I could slam against his prostate. But go ahead. Oh, oh I was just going to say... Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm in love with the shape of your butthole. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we pay you the big bucks. No, it wouldn't it be I'm in love with the shape of your ass or your dick? Because you're the one fucking Ed Sheeran, right? I'm in love with your asshole. Yeah, but I'm fucking his butt. That's the thing I'm looking at. You know I won't show Sasha, the way that we're gonna make this work is that you have to now when when they, anyone asks like what part of uh, Ireland your family's from, you say uh, Galway, and they'll be oh, his fuck Galway off. guy. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Galway girl. I will never accept that. You're Galway guy. You're Galway guy. Uh. And Eric and Sheeran stopped to talk, and I fucked him in the ass all day. What's a fella to do? All right, all right. But what about Christian Bale? His eyes was black and his ass was blue. <laughs> Are you asking if we'd fuck Christian Bale? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this actually, I'm curious about. Like, what? version of christian bale are we talking about american psycho american psycho christian bale is the most recognizable one for sure but let's say batman christian bale the machinist <laughs> the only version of christian bale i'd want to fuck is christian bale on the set of terminator salvation that is incredible <laughs> just screaming at the that light guy incredible also that's what flashes into uh uh, de uh was it he wants to be degraded <laughs> I, I i've got a <laughs> <laughs> I just want you him to go. Moron, you think you're gonna suck my dick like that, you fucking swine? Okay, you come out here with your dick hanging out. Du, 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 du. Your dick hanging out, and you're not gonna suck my hard cock. What the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking moron? No, no. I was uh, uh, looking at the lights. It's fucking distracting when you're jerking off in the corner of my apartment. <laughs> if you're gonna jerk up in your apartment, at least jerk me off at the same fucking time! No, Bruce! No! <laughs> Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Yeah. Let me see that dick. <laughs> so hard to choose between so many great tracks. <laughs> if I start having sex with anyone and they're wearing a raincoat, I probably would exit. But he wasn't having sex. He was he was killing his boss. I mean, it seems like a, a it seems like a preparatory step. Well, if you are having sex with him and he puts on... Okay, but listen, if he puts on the raincoat while you're having sex with him, like, while you're in his ass, that is a red flag problem. Maybe he just thinks you're a squirter. <laughs> I guess that version of Christian Bale would be fun to see him flex while he's uh, he's drilling you or whatever. Yeah, just in the mirror. What was I going to say? Oh, this was a kind of an interesting hypothetical that Harper brought up last night while him, Malcolm, and I were chilling in the Discord. Yes, we hang out outside the podcast, listeners. Yeah. But no, we don't. if you could beat the <laughs> no, shit liar. <laughs> if you could beat the shit out of any lead singer or singer in a band right now, who would Ooh. you? 
That's a good question, Sasha. Ooh. Yeah, it's mostly for Sasha. We already kind of gave her answers last night, and we can retread them. But I'm yeah. curious what Sasha. Like for instance, uh, mm. I want to beat the shit out of the lead singer of Maroon Five. Adam uh, Levine. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, your body's um, amazing. Or what was that meme? <laughs> oh my god, the fact that he like hooked up with an Instagram hoe. Yeah, the 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 mind blowing emojis. Yeah. Uh. So fucking corny. <laughs> I mean, I hate Oasis with every fiber of my being. So, like, yeah, probably sure. Liam Gallagher. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's a better answer, though. Maybe Kid Rock. Maybe Kid yeah. Rock. Kid probably a Kid good Rock. one to kick the shit out of. I mean, there are very few people out there who have sung about, like, statutory rape. In, in a kid's show. In Osmosis Jones. In the soundtrack for <laughs> Osmosis Jones. With Chris Rock and the guy from Frasier. They call it statutory, but I call it mandatory. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. He's not returning for the reboot. They're rebooting Frasier? They are, yeah. Aww, okay, for saving that. Wait, they're rebooting Osmosis Jones? <laughs> oh, that would be sick. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> there was the TV show, which was Ozzy and Drix, and then the movie was Osmosis Ozzy Jones. and Drix. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's Ozzy right. Ozzy and Drix. Dude, after school specials, I, I love the the one about smoking. That one legitimately frightened me uh, for my whole life. Scarred me emotionally. Yeah, that one was kind of fucking freaky. I do remember that. You know what's hilarious, Siri? We were talking about Osmosis Jones. So before the uh, podcast uh, recording uh, today, uh, Sasha, you meant, you sent me a TikTok. Uh, yes. being like you're looking, you want to like, you know, you want to be cracking up, like you want to be cracking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you open that TikTok and look what's behind uh, in that clip? Yeah, yeah. He's he's at the <laughs> premiere for Osmosis Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I'm really hoping to crack up. Uh, it's my real. I'm just really looking forward to cracking up. It's and I think for context, the person in the uh, TikTok is the uh, he played the brother, like the younger brother on uh, Lizzie McGuire. It's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So some reporter was like, "What are you? What are you most looking forward to with this movie?" And he's like, "Well, I, I'm just really looking forward to cracking up, you know? <laughs> like, I just really hope to crack up." You know, I don't know why this reminds me of this, but it does. You guys remember Beans from Even Stevens? Yeah, yeah. conversation do we, about do Beans. We, do we hit on day. this on the podcast with Beans? Can we actually like shoot him an email <laughs> to try to get him on the podcast? I feel like he would do it. You could probably get him on the podcast. We'd have to send him a, you know. I'll make a, a note. Gift. We'd probably have to send him a Starbucks gift card or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <no>. Wait. <laughs> actually, no. We actually not moving forward because we moving back a little bit because we've got Harper's answer. We got Sasha's answer. Malcolm, what is the lead singer? Who is the lead singer you want to kick the shit out of? Um, fuck. I have, feel like I had a good answer. Yeah, last night. I'm like, yeah, I think you did. And I'm blanking on it. So if you could text me it really quickly, so I, can oh, say I it. don't remember. remember it. That's the issue. Oh fuck! It was. Um, it wasn't Oasis. It was not no, Oasis. It wasn't Oasis. Oh god damn it, Robert! Why did you put do this to me? Sorry. Mine real quick. It was Don Henley. I want to kick the oh, shit out of Don Henley. Oh yeah, Henley. Don, oh no, it was the yeah Don Henley, the guy uh, behind uh, uh, American Pie. That's oh, 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 he's Don, Don McLean. Don, That's Don right, McLean. <laughs> Don McLean. Yeah, you had Don McLean. I had Don Henley. Malcolm, you texted me your real answer. You said the lead singer of Four Non Blondes. That's pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you said Posh Spice? Like, what the fuck? Wait, yeah, four non yeah. I don't understand. What's Four Non Blondes? They're the people uh, who sung uh, What's Up, a.k.a. What's Going On. Oh, different God. songs. No, no. Hey, yeah. Different yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I, or I could, um, or the guy from Len. <laughs> There you go. That's a good one. Or what's the, who's the lead singer of Thin Lizzy, the one black Irish guy? <laughs> Beat him up. Phil Linnett? Oh, I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. I'm going Don McLean. I think that's final answer. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Bye, Don Henley, bye. Don McLean, Adam Levine, bye, and the lead singer of Oasis. Pie. I'm going to punch you in the head, and then I'll take your body in that Chevy, and I'll bury you, and I'll do all that stuff. So. Don't report me to the cops. <laughs> God damn it. Don't report okay. me to What the were cops. you going to say, Harper? You had something. You, you know, I did. I completely forgot what I was talking about, though. Every conscious thought left my head as soon as the stirring rendition of Don McLean's American Pie. You know, you Please know do not Ma sue us. Hold on. Please do not sue us, Don McLean. 
I understand he was a very litigious person. Listen, Don McLean is dead. No, he died in like 1980 something. No, Don McLean is alive. Don McLean is alive. He's been alive this whole time. He's 77 years old and he's dating a 27 year old. Look it up. It's fuck off. It's yeah. He's dating a a 27 year old who was once on an episode of MTV's Catfish. Oh my God, he's right. What the fuck, Sasha? I want to find out if you have more culture than these two. Do you? Did you watch Bear in the Big, uh, Big Blue House as a kid? Oh, and they met when they uh, when she was twenty four and he was seventy three. Wait, what are you talking about? I've seen the Big Blue House, the Bear in the right. Big Blue House. Right, well, he I was on Hollywood you. Squares for fuck's sake. I underestimated you. Uh, was he the center square? No, I think he was off left. Oh, well, anyway, no, I think like when I'm at the time when I was watching uh, kids programming, and there was like a lot of Canadian centric stuff that. The way you phrase that, it makes it sound like you were watching kids programming at a time when you weren't a kid. Like you were like, no, yeah, no, 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 Remember that? I do remember no, that. No, I don't remember that at all. Do you remember Out of the Box? Yeah, I watched Out of the Box. Out of the Box. box. Out, out of the box. box. There was a Canadian... Okay, so this is the one thing I did watch a lot of as a kid. There was a Canadian kids game show called Uh-Oh. Oh! oh it was man, the most got... surreal show on television where the host was a man whose name was Wink Yahoo. He had <laughs> the tallest hair you've ever seen in your life. The kids would spin a wheel and it was in the era of nickelodeon like shooting people with goo and slime i guess um but we didn't have a lot of nickelodeon shows up in canada at that time we did have uh uh-oh and if you landed on a square when you uh, spun the wheel called uh uh-oh you were put in a chamber by a man in bondage named the punisher (laughs) if your teammate answered a question wrong he would cover you in goo it was the nineties. It was a different time. It was a different time. You it spun the uh oh wheel. You you spun the uh oh wheel. You got covered in goo. We had to cover the kids in goo. The Punisher he would cover you in goo. It was a different time. It wasn't the nineties. It went to like two thousand four or something like that. Yeah. It was surreal. As a kid, I didn't bat an eye. I was like, this is normal. I, honestly, as a kid, I wanted to be on the show. I was like, that's, that's, I got, I was jealous of kids who were on the show. Now, oh, yeah, no, I, get I, it. I was also like too, we were too young, like Sasha, we would have all been too young. Like it was a little couple of years before we would have been that age. Like, cause the show was like mostly like they're all like 12 year old contestants, but exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, the only reason I was asking is because I wanted to see if you would join me in a stirring rendition of the goodbye song. I actually don't know. The <laughs> I don't know I it. But did you ever watch uh, this? The, I remember the other uh, classic kids show for me growing up was uh, there was uh, Zoom. There's Zoom. Um, oh, are you yeah. thinking about Zaboomafoom? Yeah, Zaboomafoom. Yeah, Zaboomafoom. They were both PBS. It was so jarring when they'd cut between like the actual animal and the puppet. I really <laughs> disliked that. That always scared me. Yeah, that one scared me. And then there was also... Uh, I don't know what the name of the the uh, the show was, but it was like there's like bananas in pajamas. It's called oh, bananas in pajamas. pajamas. That's what it's called. That's literally, what that's called. That's actually the show called because uh, I only know the song. I was like, I'm pretty convinced. Like my memories are that they just played that song for the whole episode, and like, it was the same thing. <laughs> bananas <every> pajamas, <laughs> just like a hypnotic thing. Yeah, I have a a thing when I watch kids shows that there's at least two or three I can remember that I have a, a distinct dislike for because they would be the only thing on while I was at school. If you mm. were sick, you had to watch that show. There was nothing else on. That's that's sad because when I would be sick uh, at home, my my mom would like, I would be watching stuff like Maury and Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mom See, lets you actually, watch Maury? I don't quite have that. I watched a lot of Maury as a kid. I can't believe he just retired like last, this year. <laughs> like he... He did it for so long, decades. But yeah, I remember it'd be like, and you are not the father. And it'd be like, yeah, yeah, I will. fuck you, fuck you, I'm not the fucking father. I will oh. defend Harper a bit here because we both, he has a, a younger niece and I have a younger nephew. So when we were in like middle school and high school, when we would be sick, we didn't have a choice on what was beyond. If we like didn't have a younger sibling or a younger sibling who lived with us because his niece lived with him and my nephew lived with me with our, at our parents' place, 
we'd have to watch kids programming if we were sick because we didn't have a choice and we can't watch thing that they're not allowed to watch because they're too young for school. The most adult thing you could watch was full house basically. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, and so we were just kind of, Dick and stuck with kids programming. Like I, what was it? The Wonder Pets. And that's why uh, I know a little bit more of the kids stuff, despite me being older, because I just had a young nephew who was, I had to watch TV with. It's so fascinating because my parents like philosophy growing up and when it came to like me and my brother watching stuff was they were like, it doesn't matter. Like they were like, oh, don't watch scary stuff. They also were very anti-wrestling. They were like, you can either watch, you can either play violent video games or watch wrestling, but you can't do both. So my brother and I went uh, to the video game route, like playing GoldenEye and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. But my parents' philosophy, both of them, like my dad and my mom was that they were like, Oh, they're not going to get all the adult jokes. So, like, they can watch The Simpsons and South Park and the, King of the Hill and all that. And stuff. the important stuff goes over your head. Yeah, I guess. all this, all the uh, like the sexual stuff or whatnot. Yeah, I, I didn't legitimately didn't know. So, like, when I've gone back and rewatched some of that stuff, there's a bit of me going like, "Oh my god!" But it was like, how did times? my parents let me watch this? Yeah, I don't know. And it's and part of it's like I think people putting on that stuff to the kids like the kids are gonna be like oh they're gonna be tainted by it. it's like they don't know shit they're fucking little kids they're just, yeah they're, yeah my dad said that i could watch any show i wanted except friends he was like i don't, <laughs> yes. I don't want you emulating them you know the most vanilla show about mediocre white people exactly. yeah that's true yeah, you, know, you know like uh the, yeah the the quintessential show about 90s liberals like where howard schultz <laughs> cries watching it being like that was the best era of my life if you watched oh, friends Lord. you probably would have ended up a worse person that's true <laughs> i don't that was the one sitcom that like i do remember watching it but i don't like remember anything about it I remember moments like I remember like, oh, Joey got his head stuck in the turkey or whatever. But uh, that was Mr. Bean. I thought that was Monica who got her head stuck. in No, the turkey. The, in Friends, one of them gets their uh, maybe it's a chicken. They, they get the, he gets his no, head. No, it's Monica. Oh, is it Monica? OK, so that's how that's what my memory is. Or like the other mo- scene that I remember is Pivot, where it's like Pivot. Pivot? With Ross moving the couch through the stairwell. Yeah, that yeah. one I remember. And then any, everything else is just a blur. I will preface to listeners of the podcast, we have not watched The Office, or we have not re-watched The Office the billion and a half times as required by people our age. No, I don't like The Office. I think it's for fucking I, I say that in my, uh, in my uh, dating profiles in the past, I've been like, I will not watch The Office or Friends with you. <laughs> I will not watch Bob's Burgers. I will not watch The Office. Oh. I will not watch Friends. I tried tried watching Bob's Burgers because I had a girlfriend who really liked it. Oh, Archer too. I don't Archer is awful. I'm sorry anyone who likes Archer. It's not good. I I don't mind Bob's Burgers, but yeah, I don't like Archer. I think Archer's uh, super. I think Archer is like kind of mid, but Bob's Burgers, I can't sit through an episode. I just can't. It's very boring. It's It's so bad. What do you find funny about it? You have to be on Ambien to find this shit funny. It's like everyone, it's a show about an entire town of people who are autistic. Uh, <laughs> All right, cut the episode, uh, cut the episode. Uh, <laughs> before, before you do, before you do, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. What, what is hey, it? this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like.